Uh, YTWLs. <laughs> yep. Uh, Joe DeFranco. I follow him on uh, Insta Space or he's, Instagram. He's the freaking man. He was talking this other day on this podcast about S- how, uh, Seth Rollins is the man. True, true. But Joe DeFranco is the guy who 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 he's, he, he can be the dude. Right. He he trains he trains Triple H and the Undertaker. I'll tell you what. A couple uh, and what? and and I forgot. What's his name? Enzo Amore. Really? Yeah. He said that guy is a freaking beast in the gym. Enzo? Yes. He doesn't look like it. I know. I know. He said, but he will run circles around everyone. He's a certified G? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So I like him. I like Joe, D. I like Joe D. But he was talking about how, when did Triple H fight uh, Undertaker in WrestleMania? Three years ago? Whatever it was, what's the choke with the legs that uh, Undertaker does? Oh, the triangle. Yeah. Or well, he he does the is called he calls it Hell's Gate, and he kind of does it a little different. Yes. Like he doesn't put his leg over your head; he puts it in front of you. And and yeah, so um, it's almost like an armbar too, right? Yeah. So so from that, Triple H was trying to figure out a way to, uh, you know, he wanted to lift the Undertaker out of that and then slam him down. Oh, and so he went to Joe DeFranco and he was like, Hey Joe, I want this. I want this. And, and, and Joe's like, he's six ten, He's 300 something pounds. He's like, I got to figure out the things that are going to, you know, give him the strength to be able to do this. Yikes. And, uh, and he pulled it off. So anyways, I like Joe DeFranco. That's six, a great, uh, he's a great, great podcast to listen to. Okay. So did you hear Jeff Jarrett's back with TNA? No. Yeah. They, um, some group, called anthem took over they bought it dixie carter resigned well that was probably good and they got jeff jarrett back as a um consultant okay but but they have not signed the hardy boys yet so the hardys may be coming to wwe jeff hardy i want to say said he wants to retire with wwe i believe he wants a shot at the belt Mm -hmm. he was my favorite after sting was done for a long time. Yeah. I would be excited to see that. But are we going to see Broken Matt and Brother Nero? That's, what, whatever gimmick that is right now? That's what I hear. That's that's the gimmick. I don't know. He's got such a following. He doesn't need WWE now. Matt or Jeff? Both. Both, <laughs> Both don't need WWE. So I can't imagine them not coming to WWE with whatever persona they want to come with. Yeah. So who knows? Anyways, nerd compound. Here we are. Let's 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 talk about it. So, are we gonna start um, prospecting some Royal Rumble entrants? I think we can. Well, we I, already got. I think there's only four right now. We got Lesnar. We Lesner, got Goldberg, Goldberg. Jericho. Jericho. That's right. And uh, then on SmackDown this week, uh, Baron Corbin came out. That's right. He did. So those uh, Strowman. Braun oh, yeah. Strowman, Strowman well. and Cor- uh, yeah. Corbin. So there's there's five. Corbin is starting to win me over a little bit because he's... of his performances, if nothing else. Right. Like he's he held his own in that uh, Styles and was it Styles and Ziggler match? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was running that match for a long, yeah. a good majority of it. My issue with Corbin though is is kind of. He he's supposed to be the monster. He's supposed to be this big dude. But you know, you and me, we come from a fitness background. Obviously, we started this 
podcast talking about fitness and yeah. you know training. Baron Corbin looks like he's barely seen the inside of a gym. Yeah, he's just a you know, big guy. Right. But he's not like like Braun Strowman is a big guy, but he looks like he could toss Corbin wherever he wants. Right. Lesnar is a big guy who looks like he could toss Corbin whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. Even Goldberg at like 50 with his gray beard right. is still yoked. Even Kane always having that gut was still jacked. He's still jacked and he could Well, he like could you look could good. see it in his arms and his shoulders and his mm-hmm. back is no Kane's still a big, strong right. dude. Baron Corbin is uh, just kind of a big, soft-looking guy. Yeah, kind of almost like uh, uh, Big Cass. Yeah, very similar. Uh, it's like they need to... Which is kind of Big Show-esque. Maybe someone needs to slip them some steroids. I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Uh, 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 he, they're in the place to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe they need to go, hey, hey, the next the next testing we're doing isn't six months out. Take some of this. And then, you know. It's uh, vitamins. Right, right. I don't know. That That's that's my issue. But do you have any anybody you think that's going to – because they always try to throw a couple uh, novelty or – Well, the rumor is – Possibly put in a new – The rumor is Undertaker will be in it. Okay. And I'm thinking I've heard Kurt Angle really might be coming back. Is he? He's cleared? Because possibly. I don't know. I don't know because wasn't there a thing where he wasn't like cleared in TNA and some strange stuff was going on? TNA, he was cleared. Okay, because like his WWE, I think there was a question on if he could pass their fitness uh, for their standards or whatever it's yeah. called. But yeah, so that's who I think is going to be in there. Okay. Um I don't I, think Sting is coming back. I think he's done. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to see Sting in that one. I would like to see the Hardys come in there, make a make one last run with WWE. Uh, so yeah, Royal Rumble is January 29th. I luckily I get to uh, my my work schedule changes, and I will have Sunday nights off. My work schedule is, I found out as of today, staying the same, so I will still have Sundays off. Nice. So we're around by my house. Sounds good. All right, cool. Uh, and then Dean Ambrose will be going into the Royal Rumble, I'm sure, with the uh, Intercontinental title because he just beat Miz this week. Which I was pretty excited about because that whole thing with him and Renee Young and the Miz and Maurice, I kind of I kind of like that. Few that they could be starting. I do, but I, I I like Miz as the Intercontinental Champion. I think he shines. He's done his best work. All all every time he's held that title, I think he does his best work. Yeah, because he can gloat. He has something he can hold to hold it above everyone's yep, head. He, he has something that, to brag about. He could be that that heel that doesn't want to fight. Um, you know, I, I just I just I I miss it when it's not on him. Well, it's it for the most part. It is always more fun when the heel or the bad guy has the title. True, but we'll see what Dean Ambrose does with it. He's yeah. uh, he's one of my favorite characters, anyway. So, so it it is it is fun to see him. Yeah. have it for however long it is. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so lots of good stuff going on in WWE. Let's talk about what we're reading. Yes. What are, What are you up to, Ryan? What are you reading this last week? Well, um. If you've been following us on our Twitter at the Nerd Compound, um, spending a lot of time on the ambulance uh, out of quarters this week, 
So I've been in the bus. Um, thanks to the uh, Comixology app, I've finished my uh, Wolverine Origins series, all 50 books this week. Uh, it was a good read. He got his revenge on whom he was after, and he's working towards his salvation and his future on his terms. This is origin, so it's young Wolverine, right? Youngish, yeah. Youngish. I mean, however old. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Is it is it take place before his origin story back in the seventies? When he fought the Hulk or not the Hulk. Yeah, the Hulk. I believe in it's Canada. In it's, the woods in Canada, is before Weapon X. Is it before all those? After, days? after I went. Okay, because in the last few books, he actually goes to Bruce Banner and recruits him and his son, uh, Scar. However you pronounce it, mm-hmm. Scar. S K A A R. Okay, yeah. Um, so he actually recruits him and his son to help him with his plan to thwart. Um, Romulus. So no idea where it happens in the whatever universe and timeline. You met up with the X Men. Yeah, he uh he was with the X Men, but he was off doing his thing. Okay, so okay. So he was doing this Wolverine thing. Was it before his Japan time? After. After Japan, okay. Yeah. It was it was after pretty much So what was the origin then? Well, because it, it shadows <laughs> each kind of phase of his life a oh, little bit okay that's kind of cool yeah so it it kind of it has some time with him in uh captain america and mm-hmm. bucky um it has some nice. of his time in japan it has some of his time with weapon x a little bit um has him fight deadpool for so a while so it's basically a 50 issue overview of his entire life yeah that's pretty cool yeah it I was like it was definitely a good read um so that was now that I'm done with that, I can catch up a little bit more on my physical stuff. I did read the latest Old Man Logan last night. He's back in the wastelands because uh, he was kind of he was back in the, the the time that Old Man Logan is actually taking place. So the the bad guys have won. Okay. Um, read the all new Superman with the Chinese Superman. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a little turd. It's kind of a punk. He was beating up a fat... Stuck up, kind of like Damian Wayne? No, he was he was punking a, a little fat kid. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> beating him up for his lunch money and Before stuff. he got his powers, I assume? Yeah. Okay. So, but he got his powers because whomever the group was saw him and was like... Because he actually stood up to a bad guy and saved the little fat kid. And uh, they were like, you have the heart of a hero. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And so he gets his powers, and then the first issue ends. He's about to get his butt kicked by the Chinese Batman and the Chinese uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, so what do you think? Are you going to continue on? Uh, I, I'm i probably going to get at least two or three issues in okay. just to give it a, a shot. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I am right now. There was a time when I would – pick a series it's like it was like i mean obviously when i had when i was growing up i had only a small amount of money yeah so it's like okay i had to pick and you had to be very selective i had to be very selective and if i pick something i had to stay with it 
Okay. And now, you know, I'm to the point where it's like, yeah, that's, that's, that makes comic collecting super hard. Uh, you well, know, especially like now I feel like with all the different universes and mm-hmm. storylines and stuff, it's a nightmare trying to hunt stuff down. Right. So it's kind of cool to be able to dabble into some things, try that. Uh, oh, I didn't like that. So boom, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I don't need to, you know, and comicsology has made that so easy and they have so many sales. Yeah. Uh, Dude, s- I have to not look at that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or else I just get lost in there forever and I don't keep up with my weekly reading. Yeah. So, but all right, we're, uh, we're using the hashtag a comic a day on our, uh, on our Twitter. So I've been trying to just be a little productive with the reading and mm-hmm. just trying to at least get a comic a day. Yeah. It it's usually turns into two or three for me by the time yeah. I sit down and, and read them. Um, so what, read, what are you reading right now? Uh, well, thanks to the comicsology unlimited app again, I, <laughs> I picked up uh, the Exo Mano War from 2012. Okay, least, you were telling me uh, you were excited about that. Uh, new issues coming out in March? Yeah, new series is coming or out in series? March. So I wanted to kind of prepare for that. Get um, some backstory. I liked it a lot. What's, what's it about? Just like quick overview. Dude is um, a Roman, uh, not a Roman. He's a, 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 a barbarian. Okay. Living in the Roman Empire time. Okay. So he's in 400 AD, and he's fighting the Romans. And his wife gets taken. His father gets killed. Uh, they think that they found where the Romans are, are, are a base is. Okay. So they go there, and they end up fighting a bunch of aliens. The aliens kidnap these, these, these barbarian soldiers, take them to an off-planet. Okay. And they spend years in captivity working for these aliens. This sounds fairly Spartacus esque, and well, there's as they're on the alien ship, they see that there's this kind of this orb, and they try, they take like the best uh, warrior of this alien race, and they this orb has some religious meaning to it, and they 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 put it on the guy, and the orb turns into a suit, oh. uh, exo, uh, the man of war suit. They put it on the barbarian, the best. No, no, not on the barbarian, on the alien. On the alien, the okay. alien that captured all these barbarians and oh, uh, okay, uh, or led the led the capture, uh, and the alien ends up dying. Oh, the suit it doesn't like the suit doesn't connect to him. Okay, and they're like, oh, it's been centuries, and we haven't been able to find the one, the person who's been you know uh, prophesied to be able to wear this suit, basically. Okay, um, the barbarians. This guy Eric A R I C. He's the leader of this group. Um, he leads a, a, an escape. They make it to that, that room. The suit goes on him. The same thing happens where it looks like the suit's going to destroy him. And then all of a sudden he's out of the, he's up and he's destroying all the aliens. So now he has the suit and the suit worked on him. Okay. And all the aliens are going, how did this you know, animal, this human, yeah. how did it work on him but not on us? He escapes. He gets back home. But now he's back home in modern time. Like our time. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, that's where the four-issue uh, uh, Comixology Unlimited series stopped. Oh, no, no. I'm, and then it gave you a preview of issue five. And issue uh, five is they're going to use Ninjak to try to stop this guy. And okay. Like, so right. my interest is peaked. Right. It was, it was good. Because it's got that history that I like. Yeah, yeah, no, I because that 
ancient Roman, mm-hmm. ancient Egyptian, Greek yeah. timeline. I think he's a Visigoth, is what he is. Oh, um, and um, yeah, and and like all the series so far, Ninjak seems to show up in a lot of them. Yeah, so yeah, Ninjak is very popular and valiant from what I've the little bit that I've seen. Right, and I started reading the Ninjak, uh, the current series. Uh, Unlimited has. Um, the first four issues from mm-hmm. the current series that started last year or 2015. Yeah. And so I started reading that. I'm only barely an issue in, so we'll see how that goes. Okay. And then my current stuff, it was a pretty light week this week. Um, I just read uh, Nightwing, Justice League, and Batman. Okay. And all of those seem to be, you know how like, you know, they'll, they'll have like so much happen. Yeah. And then they'll have those episodes where it's like, like, you know, the guy's just talking to himself, you know. That's that's kind of how Flash was this week. Yeah, uh, so it, it seemed to be a low-key week for DC all, all for, across, the, across board. the board. It yeah. was just like, ah, these issues are kind of boring. Nothing happens. It was some love story between Batman and Catwoman. Yeah, no, Barry, uh, speaking of that, Barry and Iris went on a date, and Kid Flash um, knew Wally West was running around Central City trying to prevent anything from ruining their date right so <laughs> that, that was that was what i read for flash this but week. you need the break yeah sometimes you need the break you know and i, I missed the x-men days and that's why i'm kind of glad they're going back to the x-men gold and blue um because the x-men days used to be they, they used to be great chris claremont especially in the 70s and 80s he used to be great at these downtime episodes those would be some of the best sometimes Okay. Uh, they'd go to the mall. They'd go shopping. They'd be playing basketball. Uh, they'd be doing all this stuff. And those were those they'd be were doing like fun. normal people stuff. Right. Right. And those were always fun. Uh, these issues weren't that fun to me. See, so. I wish I wish anime's uh, filler episodes were better. Filler. That's the word I was looking for. Thank yeah, you. I am. I am not a fan of a lot of fillers. Yeah. Speaking of anime, you actually told me this. Um, me being the the Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. uh dragon ball super is going to start showing in america with english um english voices yep. tomorrow on adult swim tomorrow it on starts. adult swim so my son and i we set our dvr to record them nice i'm gonna have to so. do the same because i'm well into it um uh subtitled am i gonna have to know any of the dragon ball lore the dragon ball story to to pick up what's going on here? It would help, but I don't think it would be essential. If they're starting from where I think they're starting from, which is probably Battle of the Gods, mm-hmm. um, then no, you should be fine. Um, okay. Basically, well, do you know what the Dragon Balls do? Or what they are? No. So there's these seven um, magic balls. <laughs> uh but they each have stars on them. So there's stars one through seven. Okay. When you collect all seven, um, you say the uh, incantation and the dragon comes and you get a wish granted. Okay. Can be pretty much whatever you want, but there's limitations. Like he won't kill people, but he can bring people back. You know, if you want your money, he can grant you your money or whatever. Okay. Um, so the Dragon Balls are Namekian. So people from Namek, the little green alien guys. 
the Dragon Balls on Earth got destroyed because the Guardian of Earth is a Namekian. Those ones got destroyed. They went to Planet Namek to use theirs. Since those are the original, those granted three wishes. So they were better. Longest fight in anime history was between Goku and Frieza on Namek. Planet got destroyed, but one of the Namekians came to Earth and became our guardian. And then we got new Dragon Balls. So that's basically what the show is about, is getting these collected together and getting your wishes granted. Cool. But there's, uh, there's lots of good fighting, um, good action, good story. So I really like what they've been doing. They had a uh, martial arts tournament between Universes 6 and 7, um, which was fun. But they're about to do a huge multiverse tournament between Universes 1 through 12. And I believe that should air tomorrow on uh, in Japan. So we should get that. You, you mean yesterday? Yeah, we should we should get it Saturday. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, online and subtitled comes out Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we should get that episode Saturday in Japanese uh, subtitle. Cool. So the the start of that tournament sounds good. So you're gonna start over on the American one though too. Yeah. Or are you just gonna? Oh, I'll 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 set my DVR to record it, and I'll see. I'll I'll give it a a shot and see how it goes, depending cool. if they have their normal voice actors which i don't see why they wouldn't all right and then um what uh you, you watched a movie this week yeah um kind of impromptu we went uh buddy of mine and we went and saw assassin's creed okay uh haven't played the games Mm-mm. i've never been a game fan but i do like michael fassbender as an actor i think he's pretty good yeah uh, <laughs> but the movie it looked cool okay visually it looked cool um so we went, uh, not having really any knowledge of the games. It was a fun movie. Um, basically, they traced this guy's bloodline back to this one assassin in this uh, clan of assassins. And they're trying to harbor his memories or get his memories from his bloodline to find this uh, item that'll take away pretty much your free will okay um they called it eden's apple um because it is where free will stemmed from okay uh and this group the knights templar are the bad guys well bad guys because they want to take that away so the movie is good um a little slow at times then you get a lot of action for just a little bit and then right. it would slow down again and then there's a lot of good action in the last 15, 20 minutes. Set it up for, you know, more movies in the series. Like Resident Evil 12 or whatever they're on now. Or uh, <laughs> Underworld. That, they've only done five of those, right? And I'm looking forward to that that next one. So. Yeah, me too. No, cinematically, uh, I mean, just visually, um, Assassin's Creed looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, it, it it was too. It was it was a fun movie. I'd watch it again. Good, good. Um, yeah, no, I I want. I, I'm always just so iffy. I don't know why these video game movies they have such good premises. Yeah, but they never ever seem to be great. Yeah, very good intentions. Mm-hmm. Like like the the Warcraft movie, the World of Warcraft. 
that had Ragnar in it. Yeah, that that looked good. I never <laughs> it saw was, it. I it just was, heard it was it was all right. Okay. All the Resident Evils just just horrible. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, unless you like just fun, shoot it up, watch people, uh, you know, kill monsters and killing aliens. monsters for you know a bad premise. You know, cool. You know, have fun. What what I would like to see them do for uh, a video game movie. I would like to see some Metal Gear Solid getting in the works. Um, I don't know if you ever played Metal Gear Solid, uh, but that was that was a great game. I could talk about that on another one, another podcast, another time. But I would like to see that in either a movie or like an HBO series or something. Cool with with the right people. It has a really good story. It could be a lot of fun. Right. All right. Well, I did want to tell you about uh, a podcast I was listening to. Okay. What podcast, was it? Podcast uh, uh, putting out, you know, throwing out uh, uh, info on other podcasts. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Could be. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, but it's a it's a wrestling podcast. I know that there are a ton of wrestling podcasts now. Yeah. It's it's out of control how many podcasts there are. And it's hit and miss. I used to wa- listen to the Stone Cold Austin one. That one got a little repetitive to me. Mm-hmm. I listen, used to listen to Jericho's a lot, but Jericho is too too many ads. There's a lot of ads. <laughs> too many ads and too much too much talk about music that I really just don't, you know. I, I love the music he likes and I like the yeah. guys that he brings on, but I just don't I don't I don't want to hear them. Yeah, it's it's nothing that we need to hear. Right. But anyway, so, you know, JR has a podcast, Ric Flair's podcast, you know, there's just all these other podcasts out there where they're recapping every single episode of Raw and SmackDown and all that stuff, and I don't know why this is. Um, but anyways, there's one that I'm really enjoying listening to right now. It's called Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Okay. Bruce Pritchard, back in the days, he, he was Brother Love, uh, which was a character in the 80s. Uh, he was a preacher man back in the uh, in the eighties, but he was one of Vince McMahon's right hand men for a long time. Okay, um, and he um, he gets on here, and these podcasts go for like three hours each. Oh, jeez! But it doesn't feel like a chore to listen to him. Okay, because he tells the behind the scenes about everything that that went on. He was he was around he was around WWE from probably about eighty six to two thousand eight. Oh wow! And then he was at TNA from like 2009 to 2012 or 13 or something like that. So he talks about all the dirt, all the true stuff, all the bad stuff. Was uh, and it's 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 fun. Was was that the podcast that you said you were listening to when you heard that Jericho knocked out Goldberg or whatever it was? Yeah, that was the rumor, and he put that rumor to, to rest. Did it happen? No. Ah. But he did say Jericho gets him. He will not back down from anyone, and people will actually back down from him. Uh, and that, that, well, he's the goat. That's pretty common. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's pretty commonplace for uh, for that to happen. Okay. Uh, there, you know. So he will say the true stuff. He doesn't try to embellish anything. He doesn't try to uh, skewer WWE and Vince Man and make them look like they're the bad guys. And okay, uh, he just gives you the straight. You know. He he gets through all the straight. He he's just a straight shooter. It sounds like he, he siphons through all the crap. Yep, 
Yep. Okay. So if you get a chance to listen to it, uh, it's called Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. And okay. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that that sounds like a lot of fun because, like, you know, you always get that skeptical stuff of behind the scenes. Oh, oh he knew he was going to win the championship that night. or mm-hmm. You know, and I've heard several interviews with guys that are saying, we found out minutes before the match. Yep. Or... You know, there are people skeptical, skeptical, like, oh, they knew the entire time or whatever. And, you know, you guys got John Cena calls most of his matches in ring. Yeah. And it's not scripted 100% like people think. Yep. So it is it is very cool to hear what does go on behind the scenes of such a awesome production. Yes, it is. Oh, by the way, we're, this is issue 10 yeah. of the Nerd Compound, not issue 25 or 26. Yeah, I don't know. We did uh, this last week that we did issue 25. Okay. So I don't know where that came from. I don't either. But we're on issue 10. <laughs> so remember that. Yeah, I will rectify that soon. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Sounds good.